You are listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward featuring Jesse Eccles, episode 125. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am your host, Casey Edward. Thank you, as always, for being here. Today, if you are new to the show, is going to be an astrology forecast from mid-April into May. If you have missed the past ones, definitely go back and listen because Jesse, our show astrologist, explains why the astrological calendar is a little bit different. So it doesn't start on April 1st and go to May 1st. It usually starts in the middle of the month and goes into the middle of the next month. So this episode is going to be what to expect for mid-April into May, what season we're going to be in, what you can expect from the new and the full moons, how you can best utilize your time during them, and all of that good stuff. So without further ado, let's dive right in. All right. Hello, Jesse. Welcome back for another astrology forecast. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. For everyone listening, the cutest thing is happening right now. Jessie has her baby Wyatt strapped around your neck. Is that the right? Like, I guess so. Yeah. I, I'm wearing the baby with a little wrap. So he's sleeping on my chest right now with a little wrap. <laughs> so, cute. so just, just a little background. How has it been? How has mama life been? It's so good. I mean, I think the lack of sleep is real, but it's worth it. And every time he like wakes up and smiles, it's, it's totally worth it. He's the best. What signs is, what, what are his signs? Oh my gosh. I could do like months of episodes on just his chart. Obviously I was like looking at it. So he was actually also 15 days late. So I like looked at every chart possible anywhere near his due date, but not 15 days past. And so once we got to his chart, I was just like blown that we like got that far because we passed a full new moon and full moon cycle by the time he actually came. And I was just like, it was not on my radar that he was going to be what he was, but he has so much Aquarius energy, any baby born February, 2021, like they are the way of the future. I'm telling you, but he also has a little Pisces moon, which I just, I love. So good. So good. Okay. So now jumping into the astrology for April going into May, what are we transit transitioning out of and into and what can we expect? Yeah. So we're moving from Aries to Taurus season and Aries, I think we talked about in the last episode, it's the actual first season of the astrological calendar. So it's really in the Northern hemisphere, it's spring. And so it's really the birth of the new year and it's initiating and it's starting all of these new projects, maybe not finishing them, but all these new ideas and like kind of just feeling like you want to do new things and try new things and start new projects. Taurus 
season, which begins April 19th and goes through, I think, May 19th, is Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So all of the ideas and energy coming out of Aries season, we're going to actually feel like we want to actually do some of those now. And so Taurus being a fixed earth sign just likes to get things done. So yeah, any ideas that kind of came up? Maybe you started, stopped, started, stopped. That's very Aries energy. Couldn't figure out which one you wanted to to do or maybe never finished any of them. Taurus allows you to really kind of determine where you want to focus your energy. So if you had a lot of ideas, you can maybe pick one now or maybe a few and allows you to kind of focus your energy. Taurus is also, it's all about investment. So, and value. So where do you want to invest your time and money in a lot of ways? And again, kind of with Aries, you might be throwing money in a lot of different pots um, or throwing your time in a lot of different pots. Taurus helps you really figure out where you want to invest that for kind of long-term success where Aries is much more short-term. <laughs> I totally can feel that. I feel like with a new start of any kind, it's like, oh my God, all of these things that I want to do. And then you start to settle into, okay, all of those are wonderful, but what actually is really calling to me? And so I totally feel more grounded, stepping into this more grounded, nurturing energy of, okay, I could do any of those, but what do I really want to focus on? So as we're coming into Taurus, how can we start to feel into this energy? What should we be focusing on? Should we be journaling? Can we, what can we expect from this energy for ourselves? Yeah, well, I love, um, you use the word nurture, which I don't know if I said anything about that or not, but it is actually very much a nurturing and a self-nurturing energy. Taurus is very sensual. It, it's all about pleasure. And so focus on what brings you joy, what brings you pleasure, what makes you feel good, which sounds like we should be doing that all the time anyways, but Taurus really allows you to kind of lean into that. So what feels really good in your body? Where are you opening versus closing? And really just following what, what gives you pleasure. Taurus is very, it it can be like a lot about self-care. It's ruled by Venus. So there's still like, I'm going to talk about this a little bit with the moons, but it's a big self-care month as well. And so making sure you are taking care of yourself, finding time to feel grounded. So being in nature, putting your feet on the ground, it's again, it's spring. It's, I mean, at least where I'm in Maryland, it is beautiful out. All I want to do is like touch the grass and the trees. And it's just like such good weather for that, but it's also really good energy to just get really grounded. And again, figure out all of those ideas from Aries season, or maybe even before that, like, where do you really want to focus your energy and getting into your body and getting in touch with yourself will allow you to kind of figure out where that is. And I love using pleasure as the barometer to kind of sift and sort what we're going to go into. So, okay. All of these ideas that I had, the most pleasurable to me. And that's the best way to discern, you know, and that's a good foundation to have for anything we do, even in terms of, like you mentioned, investments and where we're putting our money. Does it feel pleasurable to invest in this? Does it feel pleasurable to spend my money on this? Because I think that I, for so long, had a tumultuous relationship with investing in myself or even just buying myself things. And when you tap into that pleasure of purchasing, of investing, of spending, then it's far easier to be like, is this something I want to put my time and or my money into. So you mentioned the moons. When are the moons, the full moon, the new moon, and what can we expect from them? Yeah, so like every season, there's a full moon and a new moon. So the full moon is happening April 26th, and the new moon will be May 11th. And the full moon is when the sun and the moon are opposite each other in the sky. So they're always on 
an astrological axis. And so this full moon will be in Taurus because it's Taurus season. So that's where the sun is. And then the moon will be opposite that in Scorpio. Taurus and Scorpio are always opposite each other. And it's really, it's, it's the axis of possession. So it's, re, it's related to investment um, in a lot of ways, but yeah, it's the axis of possession. So where we try to kind of find value within ourselves versus our relationship with others and tying that kind of all together. And so on the full moon, like any full moon there, it's a time of release, but this particular full moon being on the Taurus Scorpio access, it, it really, Scorpio is deep. And it's a time for really deep processing and releasing any fears around anything you're doing to maybe sabotage yourself around areas of, of pleasure. And there's, again, release around any of those themes. So release around financial obligation, release around, yeah, just attachment to anything you feel like you have to spend your time on or have to spend your energy on. You don't have to do that. And the full moon's a good time to release any obligation you feel around that. So essentially we're spring cleaning. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. Like, of course, like, you know, astrology just works with what we kind of do in our natural cycles because it is just part of the natural cycles. But yes, absolutely. Spring cleaning, like such a, it's a good time to like, yeah, like wash away things like dance, cleanse, burn. Yeah. Like what, what's blocking me? Any, anything like, what am I, you know, if I wasn't afraid of this, then I would be able to do this, you know, those kinds of things, just like release all that. Yeah, absolutely. I've been playing with that a little bit and I've been get, being really conscientious of getting outside. Even the last full moon, it was pretty cold out. And I still sat outside and just sat and really grounded into the awareness of where I was holding myself back because I think sometimes it can be so blinding in a sense, all of these things that might be holding us back. So when we can really sit down and set the intention of, I want to become aware of whatever is holding me back from my pleasure or the goals that I set last season, how can I start to see these things that I've maybe been putting blocks up to and not been knowing? So for this Taurus season, is there anything else that we should be feeling into or know? Um, well, there, the, there is the new moon. And so the new moon would be, um, I guess, towards the end of Taurus season. So May 11th and the new moon is where you more set intention. So full moon, it's all about manifestation, but the full moon allows you to create space in order to manifest and set intention around the new moon. So the new moon, once you, you know, release all that towards the end of Taurus season, you can kind of set more intentions around money and those types of themes um, to kind of like, like, what do I need to make myself feel more stable and secure and really set intention around those? Yeah, those things. Got it. Okay. So this actually, this is a good question because I, I try to be good about the moons, but like last, last time there was a full moon, I think I put up an Instagram story and was like journaling with the new moon. And someone was like star full moon. I was like, that's what I meant. I think like I, I get a little confused. So say we set, so we clear out the space in the full moon and we set intentions in the new moon. Is it a good timeline to say, okay, by the next new moon, I want to call in X, Y, and Z. Could that be, should we be working kind of with full moon and full moon and new moon and new moon, or does it not matter? Yeah. So they, there's kind of like two groupings of the way the moons work. So there's the, like in this instance, so there's the full moon coming up April 26th, and then the new moon, May 11th, both of those involve the sun and Taurus. And so those are very related and it's really much more short-term releasing and setting intentions, but they're also tied. So remember they're on an axis. So where there is a Taurus Scorpio, so there's a Scorpio full moon during Taurus season now, 
I'm going to get a little wordy, but then in October, there's going to be a Taurus full moon during Scorpio season. So they always happen in opposite. So also there's six month cycles always. And so what's, what always with the moon, whatever you're doing now also will impact six months from now. So it's like the two week cycle, but also then the six month cycle. Okay. We have talked about this and I'm still trying to, <laughs> to like drill into my head because it makes sense. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward, but it's like, okay. And I mean, that's such a perfect timeline, right? Because having that two weeks of, okay, what's a small goal for the next two weeks? And then that six month, where do I want to be in six months? How can I feel into that version of me? How can I feel into her? What is it like? What do I think on a daily basis? All of this. So, okay. Thank you for clarifying one more time. I'm trying to like drill it into my head. Okay. So Jesse, is there anything else that we should be aware of or no? Yes. One more thing. So Jupiter, one of it's a little bit more of an outer planet. So it moves a little bit more slowly. It moved into Aquarius for early 2021. And it's actually going to be in, in Aquarius for much of 2021, which I think we probably talked about in one of the earlier episodes we did, but it's going to be entering Pisces May 13th. So during Taurus season and staying there, I think, yeah, through about July. And so Jupiter is really the planet of abundance, luck, joy. It's like, it's the best pause. Most everyone has Jupiter in their chart. So everyone has this, but it's just like wherever Jupiter is, there's just so much abundance. And I love that it's moving to Pisces for a few months um, before it retrogrades, which that'll be a later thing. It'll retrograde back into Aquarius, but Jupiter being in Pisces is just so Pisces, which we've talked about, I think two episodes ago, all about spirituality, getting in touch with our intuition and like what better to have abundance in spirituality and getting in touch with, uh, with your intuition. Um, so I love that it's moving into Pisces at the end of May and then through the summer a little bit. And then coming into 2022, it'll come back into Pisces again after it finishes it, its retrograde, but we get a little taste of it now. And so just wanted to highlight that because it's a, yeah, again, a great time to get in touch with yourself and your intuition. Yes. I love this. I feel, I can feel the energy. There's the refreshing, exciting, joyful, again, this spring energy in the sense of renewal and just tapping into, okay, what do I want? How does that feel? What brings me pleasure? So everyone, joy, joy, and tuning in and really feeling into where you want to be allocating your time and money, your, more, your, your most important resources. So Jesse, thank you so much for this April to May forecast. I'm so excited for the next one. And thank you for bringing little Wyatt along. That was such the, that was the best bonus. <laughs> Yes, I'm so glad he was here. I was wondering if he was going to make a guest appearance or something, but he's been sleeping. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Talk to you next time.